Hi, everyone. We have a slightly different podcast today as I'm joined by Eric Pratchard, who is the director of Burner Technologies at Zico to discuss their latest press release regarding their strategic alliance with ExxonMobil. So I'll cue up the intro music and we'll dive into some details around this alliance. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? Where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. All right, Eric, thank you for being on this show today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having Uh, me. Good afternoon. Can you give us some details around this press release and the strategic alliance that Zico has established with ExxonMobil. Yeah, absolutely. So ExxonMobil approached us some time ago and they had a goal uh, as part of their strategic initiatives to to decarbonize. And part of that decarbonization plan was the utilization of hydrogen fuel in their downstream refining and petrochemical sector. And the the utilization of hydrogen fuel allows them to eliminate CO2 from stack emissions at point sources inside of their refining plants and their chemical plants and move it further upstream to a single point source where they're converting natural gas into hydrogen. And it allows them to capture that carbon from a single point source and sequester it. And they asked for Zico's help to, to develop a product that would allow their furnaces and boilers and their other fired equipment to process hydrogen as a fuel without impacting their emissions permits that they already have in place. And we entered this alliance agreement with them to develop a new technology that allows them to do that. One of the recent podcasts that I've put out now is kind of talks about burning hydrogen and is that kind of the most efficient way to deal with this fuel source that we have and that podcast dealt with turbines now this isn't a turbine right this is a burner and that's that's kind of a a different application process and to me it sounds like a much more applicable use of that straight fuel that is correct so so in the refining process they need heat every every refining application starts with heat you have to heat up the crude product and the oil product to a point where it can be cracked off and processed into into other molecules into gasoline and into jet fuel and into into other things and that all starts with heat and right now at this point in time that heat is provided by a burner effectively that raises the temperature inside of that furnace to, to transfer that heat to what we call the process fluid, which is the hydrocarbon product. And there are hundreds of these types of heaters in, in different refining locations. There are thousands of heaters in the United States. There's hundreds of thousands of heaters across the world. And the, the theory behind all of this, or the idea behind all of this, is that if you can convert those multiple sources to utilize a carbon-free fuel to remove carbon dioxide from the stack emission 
while still processing those products into the, the refined products that we want, and you capture the carbon dioxide from a single point source as you convert natural gas to hydrogen, it's a more efficient process and it allows you to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. What I'm kind of understanding, and it, it really boils down to so, some of the economics around CO2 capture and everything, is <laughs> this is, and, and you touched on this earlier, I want to highlight that because I think it's important, is this is a single source CO2 capture process now instead of multiple CO2 capture processes throughout the value chain or the That's supply correct. chain. Yeah, that's correct. The, the concept, again, is a, is a method to to lower the overall cost impact of upgrading the technology to a low carbon fuel. And so if you're able to recover it from a single source, you have a single amount of capital expense at the beginning, you have a lower operating cost from a single source, and it's and it's more economical for the overall process to do it at one location. And and that is the the concept behind all of this. Yes, it it's it's like going from having to change out one power plant from coal to natural gas as opposed to dozens of them, right? If you have one very large power plant and you're converting that from a coal-fired power plant to natural gas, it has a much larger impact on the overall removal of of CO2 from the atmosphere as opposed to doing many smaller plants. That just kind of opens up that door to not just refining, but like you said, power plants and other industries that burn natural gas or coal or anything else Uh for that heat source. Correct. And we are working with ExxonMobil and other partners for the supply of hydrogen to the utility sector and the conversion of those facilities from more polluting fuels to being able to burn clean hydrogen. And and there are certainly companies out there that are exploring the transition of coal-fired plants to natural gas. That's that's something that Zico as a business we do as well. And there are some that are even considering skipping the step, going direct from a coal-fired plant to hydrogen. The issue then is where do they get that hydrogen? And that's something that that ExxonMobil's business is working on. The, the low carbon solutions side of ExxonMobil, that's what they are exploring is how do they provide hydrogen in a way to facilities within their backbone to be able to do that. And, and so we're alliancing with them on that as well. Now, I mean, it sounds like a great alliance between the two companies really leveraging Zico's expertise in in this platform. Can you talk a little bit more about the product that was in the press release, the the Zico Free Jet Gen 3? Sure. So it's a burner that we've had developed for about 25 years. We originally developed the first generation of the Free Jet in the late 1990s and in the early 2000s at a time when uh, regulatory requirements were driving NOx emissions lower and lower. And at the time, there was no what are now referred to as ultra low NOx burners. There was no burner that was going to be able to meet some of the new emissions requirements without a more impactful piece of equipment that's added to the back end of a process that's that's known as post-combustion treatment. You actually take the flue gas coming from the stack and you treat it to reduce the NOx emission at that point. And it's very expensive, not only from a capital expense perspective, but also from an operating expense perspective. And so at this time period, 
Zico and others developed a lot of new burner technology that was able to reduce the NOx emission and, and help to solve this regulatory problem. And, and so Zico developed that the free jet burner in that time period. And over the last 25 years, we've continued to improve upon it. And we've made technological advancements over time from the generation one to the generation two. And now we have what we call the generation three. And the entire concept of this burner was, again, to to take what we've learned over the last two decades and apply that to a burner specifically designed to fire hydrogen. And hydrogen has its benefits and it has its weaknesses. It's a very robust fuel. It, it is a very stable fuel. It burns very, very quickly and very hot. So it solves some of the challenges of other fuels that you have to burn. But along with that comes a very high increase in its NOx generation. And right. so our challenge was how do we design a burner that produces the same, the same stability and the same performance for our customers to allow them to operate their furnaces safely, but also lowers the emission in their, in their units. And we were able to achieve that with this burner. And so our customers and our alliance with ExxonMobil, we are allowing them to now replace old burner technology convert furnaces that previously were designed to fire natural gas and refinery fuel gas blends and allow them to fire 100% hydrogen without having to change their emissions permit. And, and so what that effectively means is an old generation burner that, say, would have produced 25 parts per million of NOx emission on a natural gas blend or pure natural gas, mm -hmm. the new generation of burner would be around 10 or less and so as we convert that to hydrogen, you're now still underneath that 25 ppm uh, permit level that they had before. So they can convert their furnaces, they can transition to a new fuel or they can switch to a new fuel and they don't have the regulatory impact that they would have had otherwise. And it allows them to decarbonize at a lower overall cost to themselves and to ultimately the, the customer. That's just To me, that seems like a gargantuan win, but one with the drop in, in NOx emissions. But to just overhead reduction and worry and de-risking that you're bringing to the table with with these NOx reductions and it's yeah, that it's you're a, just taking off the table now. Yeah, it's a complicated process when you start to think about all of the changes that 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 a company like ExxonMobil has to do from a regulatory perspective if they make these types of changes. Uh, it's not just as simple as we have this fuel available and we want to make this change into our furnace. That is one cost and, and it's a significant cost, but yeah. it's a greater cost to do all of the other, the permitting changes and all, and all of those things that go along with it. And so the big driver for companies like Zico, where we bring benefit to our customers is we develop technology, not only burner technology, but other technology and flares and thermal oxidizers in steam boilers and vapor recovery uh, devices where where we allow them to make those changes to to drive a cleaner environment without causing that additional impact to their bottom line they're already making the choice to invest in the capital equipment it's our role to try to develop technology that allows them to do that without the other impactful regulatory costs on it as well i think it's a great win for zico and exxon mobil I really do. For any of the listeners 
who want to know more about Zico, where, where can they go to get more information? Yeah, they can go to our website at www.zico.com. That's Z-E-E-C-O. And we have a very broad website with all of our product categories and product information. We have how-to videos on all different types of things, as well as instructional and educational videos when it comes to our products and others. So invite them to reach out there and there's contact information if they'd like to get a hold of me or anybody else, any of our other subject matter experts within our company. Eric, thank you so much for this quick chat about this press release and this new product and application. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. It's my pleasure. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.